Good morning. You're listening to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Donnie Phillips, the CEO of Atlanta Flooring Design Centers. Donnie, how you doing? Doing great this morning, Kemp. I sure hope you guys and your listeners are doing well also. I want to cover this news that at the beginning of the year, you rolled out the structure that you've chosen as you choose to exit the business down the road as a retirement plan. We'll get to that in just a minute. Before we get to that, tell us about Atlanta Flooring Design. I had the dream back in 1985 to go in business for myself. Business was started on May 17, 1985 in Duluth, Georgia, a county of Gwinnett, just outside of Atlanta, and probably couldn't have chosen a better place to go in business. We experienced considerable growth through the years. Matter of fact, we've grown 36 of 38 years we've been in business. As we grew through retail and commercial, we made the decision just through bad times in 2008 to get into the builder business, which turned out to be a real profitable and good move for Atlanta flooring. And with that move, we uh, became a more of a southeastern stronghold on a lot of flooring that went in. So today we are so humbled and proud to say that we're in six states, 15 locations serving retail, builder, commercial. We do some cabinets and we also have a carpet cleaning division. So it's been a great journey along the way. In 1988, I met Frank Winter. In 2000, we became partners. As of a week ago, I were the two owners of the business. And as it stands today, we have 425 proud new owners of Atlanta Flooring Design Center. We did a um, best practices on your business in May of 2018. And if anybody wants to go back and check that, you can just Google Donnie Phillips on Floor Daily. And you're very humble in the way you describe your stellar growth. Of course, this is our estimate, but in our most recent top 100 list, we've got you at number 24 at around $166 million in annual revenue. And as you mentioned, you've shifted and Builder is more than 50% of your annual revenue, right? That is correct. Today, Builder stands at about 72% of our revenue. Commercial would be the next largest category with that, and it would clock in at about 15 to 16%, and then we're equally split between retail and cabinets. I'm not sure your numbers recognize commercial, so if you recognize commercial, our sales are a little higher than that 166, I think, that was in the magazine. Yeah, that's right. Your business is larger than we've got you listed because we just try to capture the builder and retail side of the business on that list. How's business right now with your company? Business has been great. Throughout 2023, we basically were flat with 2022, but we had a noticeable uptick in the fourth quarter. So with that said, it's it's been great for the last three to four months. We have a lot of orders on the books for now. We think that going into 2024 that we should be back on the path of some healthy but good growth. And we're excited about that. We uh, see the builder business very robust. We see commercial coming along quite well. Also, the one that's really lagged for us a little bit has been the retail throughout 2023. And we're hoping that that will gain some traction and come springtime, we'll see those numbers improve. But overall, we're very pleased with business, very pleased where we sit. And we are frankly looking forward to the future with 425 new owners that are ready to go uh, tackle the flooring industry in the southeast. So let's go to the subject today. 
you've opted for an employee ownership structure as I think you're 64 now and you're looking at retirement. You know, there's options out there. You go to almost any meeting now and you hear these classroom settings where they talk about succession planning and the options that are most often thought about are either a strategic buyer, which would be a competitor or an aggregator who's also in the flooring business or a private equity buyer. And this is refreshing because you don't hear as many people opting for the employee stock ownership. Tell us how this came about. Well, it's been part of who we are, I guess, is our culture and who makes us up. And that is that we believe that from the bottom up, we need to learn how to run this business. It's very important from warehouse folks to people taking orders, quality control folks out in the field, whoever that may be. The point is, as we have some great ideas as our executive team at Atlanta Flooring, but some of the best ideas come from the uh, bottom up on how we can improve warehousing and the processes at Atlanta Flooring. So with that said, why would we not reward the folks who've gotten us to where we are? It was always our best option when we looked around. It is a great plan for both Frank and I. We, in our case, have chosen not to have an outside financial institution carry the paperwork. We chose to do that ourselves. So that means we're still very vested in making sure it will succeed beyond mine and his tenure as the leader. It's the culture that drove it. It's the process that we want it to succeed and be still involved at least two years heavily active and probably three years of part-time. So it sets us up to be able to look internally for new and great leadership, maybe even look outside our own store for other talent. So in our case and how we've run the company some 38 years, it was just the one and only best solution for us. Tell us real quickly how you've modeled that in the vesting program. There are options out there if people have an interest in it. uh, First of all, they're always welcome to call Frank and I and see the processes we've gone through. You can set them up in many different ways. So the vesting process for us, we just kept it simple and said, let it mirror our same 401 retirement plan. If you've been here one year, you're 10% vested. If you're here two years, you add 15% to that. So you become 25% vested and so forth. So that at the end of five years, you're 100% vested. We did keep our 401 in play, uh, which we do a match on that. So in our case, we think it is a fantastic career path for folks that are in the flooring industry to look at a company such as us that will offer both the 401 and the ESOP which we hope will expand careers and keep talent in-house for years to come. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't require an investment from the employee, initial investment, right? No, sir, it sure doesn't. That's the beauty of, of an ESOP when it's a private company. It's really just based on tenure. And the amount of stock people get is tied to compensation. But to be here and just work day after day or year after year, you become more vested and more shares your way, assuming that Atlanta Flooring remains profitable and a viable force in the industry. So it's really another t- retirement plan. So there's certain tax benefits to the ESOP, and that's what makes it work. How's this been received amongst your employees? Well, that's such a great question. We have been transparent with ours. Most of the ESOP people tell you, you just don't really say anything to get it all set in place. But we told our people long ago. So there's been excitement and now the uh, anticipation of understanding and seeing maybe how the valuation of the company will work 
is created some excitement. But again, there's a little bit of impatience with people saying, well, what's my share of stock worth? Well, we don't know that until we get all of our financials back from 2023, go through that process. So somewhere around March or April, we'll be able to probably have the second wave of excitement to say, this is what it's worth this first year. And then going forward, maybe set some goals and targets for employees. So uh, the way I want to answer it is, is I think that most people understand it, but the excitement is tempered with the fact that they just like to see it on paper, which we've not been able to provide yet, but will come shortly. All right, Donnie, thanks so much for spending time with my listeners and telling us about this decision. Again, been talking to Donnie Phillips, the CEO of Atlanta Flooring Design Centers, and you've been listening to Kemp Hart and FloorDaily.net.